Good morning. It's Tuesday, the 20th of April, and this is Generation Tech. I'm Todd Brinker. I'm joined by, uh, as always, by, with my dad, uh, Jack Brinker, and we are here talking Apple. Apple just yes. concluded their, their uh, what, I don't know if it's a spring announcement. I guess they did call it, um, what did they call it? Spring Loaded, right? That's it. Yep. Spring loaded announcement. So, uh, and it was pretty loaded. There was a lot to talk about, but they zipped it through was. pretty quickly. Yeah, and, and and I get to say good afternoon because where I am, it's two o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm uh, I'm Pacific Coast, so it's what eleven eighteen, eleven nineteen right now. So still yeah. morning for me for a little while. So. Um, just kind of going in order, the first announcement was something to do with the Apple credit card. They're allowing you to um, do a family uh, setup now so that you can now, it says, uh, uh, merge credit lines to allow you to both build credit. I'm not quite sure exactly what that means and how that works in terms of like your uh, the credit reporting agencies. That wasn't real clear to me. Um, but I don't have an Apple card, so it didn't, you know, I wasn't paying that close of attention to that part of it. Yeah, I, the, I, I didn't really, I didn't get in sort of in the middle of that for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Yeah, so. it's funny. When I first logged on to the stream, I, I, I launched it. It came up. It was playing the, like, little intro animation with the, the, the spring, the ribbon thing kind of weaving on. The, and then it just popped me back out. And so I had yeah, well, to restart it. And by the time I restarted it, Tim was talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, what happened to me is I was going to just use it through Apple TV. I thought that uh-huh. would That's bring, how I bring it. it up an option. Uh-huh. Well, I didn't fix, I, well, I got in Apple TV and I couldn't figure out how to get to it from there. So I jumped out and went to uh, uh, Google and watched the whole thing through uh, uh, YouTube. Uh, they streamed it on YouTube, huh? Well, yeah, I just yeah. watched it on my Apple TV on a television set. That's how I usually watch it these days. Um, well, that's I what. Yeah, that's what it, I, I guess was... on my on my computer. The screen yeah. on my computer is bigger than the one uh, on the television set here in my shack out back studio. So, well, uh, well, I when when I said Apple TV, I meant the Apple TV app in the hardware Apple TV. Right. That's okay. how I watch it. Is on my Apple TV device plugged into a television set. That's that's yeah. the hardware. I watched it on Apple TV as well. Yeah, but you I watched went, on I went Apple to the YouTube channel. <laughs> right. So anyway, yeah, it was a little confusing. Yeah, but anyhow, um, so beyond the credit card, then the next thing up was uh, podcasts. They're going to have a subscription service starting in a month for podcasts, where you'll uh, pay a monthly fee and get podcasts without ads. Um, I'm not sure exactly how that'll work. Like, you know, can we with our podcast go sign up and have our content available through that? And if so, what do you have to do or agree to do there? You know, they might say, well, if you do it, that's the only place it can be. You can't give it away for free also, Um, you know, unless you have ads in it or something. So you can have an ad version, but the version that runs there is not ads or something. I don't know. We'll have to do a little investigating when that one comes out. When it, You know, prior to that launching, I'm sure we can probably dig up more information about what exactly that means. Well, I took that to mean that they're going to have what what they, in their mind is a professional podcast versus a jillion and one other podcasts out there. In other words, they want somebody uh-huh. podcasts who are going to use all of their features and and you know do it up in a very special way. Well, that's that remains to be seen. What so, is what are the requirements for you to do it? Because the thing about podcasting is is that you know you can be as professional or unprofessional as you want, but you know you can put in all kinds of additional detail or no detail. I mean, as it is, when we talk about imagery or things like that, I can embed that into our feed so people can see the image that we're talking about. Um, you know, right. a lot of podcasts don't have any lead-in music or anything like that, and we've got that. I mean, so, you know, it just depends on what, you know, where do you draw the line? The whole point about podcasting is is that it's sort of uh, every man's medium. And so um, it makes me a little well, nervous when I see Apple and Spotify trying to monetize it into essentially networks you know well uh, yeah and and todd the first criteria i'll guarantee you is viewers oh if sure. you can't show some evidence of viewership you're, you're not even considered yeah well, you know, we'll they, see. they'll set they'll draw a line on that somewhere yeah yeah well like their like their um you know apple tv plus service i'm sure that paramount for them is quality 
and what kind of quality are we going to give? Because we want they if somebody's paying, they want to give them a qualitative, um, uh, measurable right. product that they can say it has these features in it. You know, each and every yeah. week, right? So or day or however they they're sent out. You know, the ones that they show on screen. There is uh, something done by The Athletic, which is a uh, uh, published and podcast uh, group that, do, that does sports stuff similar to ESPN. Uh, uh, let's see. What's this other one here? Code Switch. Uh, it's conversations about race. Q Code. Uh, top shows, bad vibes, drama. Current series, top episodes, backhauls, what it's called, over National Geographic, uh, PBS. Okay, so they've got, you know, they're tying into some, some what would probably you would think of as traditional radio broadcasts that maybe are, are ways for them to, um, to monetize their, their work. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. I mean, you know, the, the details, they didn't go into the details well, about what makes that. Well, the the thing that, that hit me is my, my first question in my that popped into my mind was I'll bet you there's not a conservative channel on there. Who knows? Who knows? You know, I, I you know they haven't yeah. talked content at all, so I, I'm not going to make any assumptions. Um, yeah. I I will say though that uh, I've noticed on a lot of the podcasts that I listen to, they um, have been monetizing themselves and sustaining themselves with advertising and almost every single one of them has launched a means for people to support them and get an ad free version of their um, version of their product without any ads in it for a uh, subscription fee. So you can sign up and give them a subscription fee and then you can get an ad free version of the podcast. And I, and I think the reason is, is it's becoming increasingly difficult for them to sell ads. I think that the advertisers are looking at it and going, I don't know that we're getting that much bang for the buck. And so rather than do that, or their advertisers are saying, if you're an independent podcast, prove to us you have X amount of listeners. And, uh, and that's difficult to prove, you know? Yeah. And so, well, that's, um, that's, that's, that's the only way you get advertisers that, yeah. that says, that's what that says is that yeah. you've you've got something that attracts an audience. Right. You know? Well, and that's why where, where independent podcasts are trying to fight back against the idea of being forced to, to sell into a, uh, uh, a network run by Spotify or Apple or whomever. And so, right. uh, so they're saying, well, in order to stay independent, if, you know, if we, you know, you think about it, I mean, you know, if you can get a thousand people worldwide and that's not very many people think about it, but, a thousand people yeah. worldwide to give you, you know, uh, five bucks a month. That's, you know, five thousand dollars a month, and you know that's that's reasonable to to keep it going as long as your over your overhead and costs aren't too bad. Um, you know, if, if you get to be one of these larger podcast networks where you've got, you know, employees and and uh, engineers, oh, and yeah. editors, and you know, <laughs> accounting departments, you've got more overhead. So then you got to you know get more revenue coming in so anyway yeah. be interesting to see how it all changes over time yep yep so well anyway uh, since we kind of have a limited time today i thought yeah. we ought to talk about the major uh announcement well the first one what, was... well before we do that let, let's go through real, real quickly there's also now a purple iphone Yep. For those who, who were, you know, there was a purple iPhone in the 11 series because I got one for my wife and she loves it because she loves purple. And so yeah. we, she, she, that first thing she said is, well, I want a case, but it's got to be clear because I want to see my purple iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I could have gotten you a, you know, a, a silver iPhone in a purple case and then you'd have been fine. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but, uh, yeah. So purple iPhone. That's, that's a yawn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I guess if you've been dying for that purple iPhone, if that's what's been holding you back from buying the new iPhone, now now there's no reason to wait. So, okay, so now there was a variety of things that they talked about after that. They talked about Find My and AirTags. They talked about a new Apple TV. They talked about um, a new remote for the Apple TV. They talked about a new iMac, and they talked about a new iPad Pro. So, of those, what's the big announcement for you? Well, first of all, since I'm, uh, I have a two Apple TVs and one of them is so, is so useless. I mean, it's so old it's useless, 
And so I was going to get another Apple TV almost regardless. The right. only issue I had is this is called the 4K Apple TV. And if it doesn't work with a regular it does. Pr prior to 4K TV, it does. And it's the yeah. current. So the I current, thought it did. The current Apple TV right now, before this one is available, is called an Apple TV 4K. It supports 4K, does not request or require 4K. Um, yeah, well, this this one's significant improvements in a lot of ways. Oh, the remote the alone, the remote alone is alone. a huge step forward. The the, right. the the Apple remote has been you know the bane of every Apple user's existence. And looking at this new remote, it looks like it solves all the problems. It still gives you a touch surface, but you can now grip it without accidentally holding it upside down and touching the touch surface. Um, yeah, it, you know, gives you a yeah. couple more buttons for control. Um, it just seems to me like they got everything right. The idea of being able to swipe your hand around the outside of the thing to get a jog shuttle for going forward and backward, which is sort of the industry yeah. standard for moving forward and backward in video, just makes so much sense. Um, the new They call it a click pad, the new click pad. Um, yeah, I yeah, hope, that's a good one. I really, really wish and hope that this was compatible with the older ones so you could just buy the, the remote itself. I doubt that, though. Now, let, let me uh, interject here something. I had just come from a, a VA hospital where I had to spend some time in the waiting room. And while I was there, uh, because I'm, it's a waiting room, they, don't, they have a big TV on the wall. And they don't have any sound. Well, they do have some sound coming out of them, but it's rather quiet. It's just background music. And basically what they were showing it just impressed the Dickens out of me. They had some phenomenal movie photography of of uh, outdoors and mm -hmm. a large part of it was waterfalls at least in the period that I was watching uh, all different kinds of waterfalls and they were really well shot and then they'd kind of switch out and, and move to another scene you know but they're all beautiful nature scenes of all kinds and when when my TV's not on I thought that the TV ought to be put in a picture or could maybe be put a picture frame around it so it doesn't even look like a TV, and it's it's just got one of these nice displays. I mean, you could sit there for hours and watch some of these beautiful pictures. They were that gorgeous. So and, they actually and, sell televisions that do that already, and in fact, you can buy different frames to go around them. Um, so if you wanted to get a brand new 4K TV that had that built in, you could do that. Uh, but Apple TVs had that built in for a long time. If you just leave your television set to Apple TV and do nothing, It'll go to a beautiful high-res set of videos, and it cycles through them periodically. Like it'll do ocean I, scenes. It'll do, do uh, you know, African safaris. It'll do all kinds of beautiful stuff. I, I know that, but you don't have any control over it. And what I wanted was if I wanted to change the atmosphere of the room, this is my picture, this is my wall. I, I don't want to look at that stuff right now. I'm not into that. You know, give me some other stuff. You know, and and it should be something that that Apple put put into their Apple TV is what I was thinking. Right. Well, you can so you do have control flexible. over it, and you can change it. You all you have to do is go to settings, but it's not set up yeah. for you like while it's there to flip through it like you're flipping through a bunch of photos. Yeah. Yeah. Now that well, said, you can go to the Photos app on Apple TV and browse your photos and put up anything you like. And you can I, I know you, that. And you can create a folder of photos that you downloaded of beautiful pictures in high res. Yeah. And then can and I you can use that videos? as your screen blanker. Can I put just videos? Uh, yeah, you can also do videos, short videos. Uh, so any, anyway, uh, I know there's a lot of capability there right now, but what I was yeah. looking for is something that allowed you a large selection. I mean, an enormous selection of different kinds of professionally done stuff. I, yeah. You know. It's it's nice when you have family over to put up your photos and stuff like that, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and you're going to use your TV that way. But when, when you really don't want to watch TV because you got guests in the house, it's nice just to be able to put up something, do it quickly, and it's it's there. And if somebody wants to see it, they can enjoy that if they want, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, well, if you're sitting and talking with people, you don't really want the television on, but just having nice pictures popping up every so often is is not a bad way to do that. I guess what I'm saying right. is I think they're probably 90% of the way there to what you want. You can do most of that. Um, it's yeah. just up to you to decide. You have to set it up. You have to configure it. 
and they're not giving yeah. you a bunch of free photos. You have to go get the photos yourself. But right. I mean, you can spend a little bit of time searching for photos online and download, you know, like National Geographic quality photos. Um, well, and, uh, well, see, I, I don't even mind paying for them if they could say, I, I just want some art from right. uh, Van Gogh, you know? Yeah. I just want a Van Gogh series, uh, yeah. you know, under new name, you name it. I should be able to get it. Yeah. Now, it would be nice if they would allow you to, I, I like when the screen blanker is up, to without waking it up so that you go back to whatever, you know, the underlying screen is to say, you know, give me some info about what this is, you know, like, where's that picture taken? Or who is this artist? And then also, like you said, you sure. should be able to buy packages of, of stuff. And that way you can pay the licensing fees because some of that stuff is, you know, it's owned by somebody. Uh, the photographers yeah. who take those photos should get paid for them. The artists who paint those paintings should, you know, or their estate or whoever owns the rights to that should should have the right to manage that. But, yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't disagree with you. I think that, that that could be handled so much better than it is right and, now. And, um, and it, hadn't occurred, it hadn't occurred to me until I was sitting in the waiting room this morning, and it was mm -hmm. absolutely the best done series of photos that I've seen. I yeah, just thoroughly, but you didn't get to control just, it either. You just no, watched but the, it. But, but the time just went by. It's a, it was the perfect waiting room thing. Yeah. You know? Well, it's got to be better than the uh, than the little canned videos that a lot of doctors' offices have that tell you, you know, right. to manage your cholesterol, you should be eating, you know, more lean meats and vegetables. And you know, it's like, okay, fine. yeah. Well, th this this had a name for obviously the company that provided it. And I, right. I don't remember what it is now, but it was in my photographs. I took pictures of the screen, a whole bunch of them, as yeah. they switched because I thought that so phenomenal, you know. Yeah. But unfortunately, I just took pictures of it. Uh, of a of a dynamic screen, but because I can just hold the photograph and touch it, you know, and hold it. I would be willing to bet. I would be willing to bet that you can buy that probably as a screen blanker for your computer and probably as an app on the uh, Apple TV. So you could just go run that. Yeah, app, you might. And then you could have all you, kinds you of might, stuff. Yeah, you might be able to do that. I, I don't know how they did it, mm -hmm. but I just thought it was so well done. I mean, That's putting images difference. up and you know, or, or videos up and, and even uh, with some accompanying music is not a difficult thing to do. I, I would be shocked if, if largely what you're asking for doesn't exist. So, you know, I mean, it almost yeah. exists just within the structure of the screen blanking system on the on the Apple TV by itself. But um, but anyway, it just yeah. just occurred to me that, that that's that's a whole thing that's been overlooked. It hasn't be been right overlooked. That's what I'm trying to really tell you. Well. It is. It has not been overlooked. There are TVs sold to do exactly that. And if you wanted to go buy a new TV today, you could. There are TVs that have that as a built-in feature of the television set. I I know that. That's not. But what then I you want. just said it's overlooked, and it's not. It's yes. there. It's available. Yes, 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 it is. It's. I want it in my Apple TV. Is where I want it, so that I can get really good stuff. Okay. Really good stuff. You can get really good stuff, really good stuff from Samsung and buy packages to be the screen blankers on their frame television sets. I don't want another processor running it because it's, it's you want it, okay. To me so that, you you don't want the images. You wanted to you wanted to designate how the images are put on your screen. And and to that I, I say to, that that Apple TV uh, probably does that already with an app, but you haven't looked. Let let, <laughs> let me let me rephrase that. Okay. The, the, the problem is, is it doesn't have the Apple Touch to make it easy to use, and it's quality. How do you there's know? There's where the problem. How well, do there's you some know? quality stuff out there, yes. But I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> you, you, you're not getting the, the picture. It's, it's like what, if Apple were to do it, take that whole genre of capability seriously it would be done so much there's, there's so much crap that goes on if you just go to try to run an app sometimes now i have a van gogh i have some art stuff on my tv right now you know and 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 they're sort of okay but it's cumbersome the way it works i, I want i want it so that it's an almost an automatic feature when you turn your tv off it's not really off you never turn it off it's just when, when, when you you know it's the screensaver kind of thing, and it comes up, and you can while it's there, it gives you an option so that you can quickly change it to some different different kind of uh, viewing, you know, whether it's stills or, or active stuff. 
you know, it's, it's, it's like everybody watches a 60 minute show, at least if you're like me. So, and the best part of the show is the last uh, one less than a minute of some uh, park in the country where somebody's gone out in the sticks and taken some really nice pictures. I'd, I'd take just right. a 60 minutes collection of stuff. You know, so what I'm hearing is you're complaining about the way that a piece of software may or may not work that does or doesn't exist because you don't know you haven't looked. <laughs> well, Apple should integrate it. Apple should Apple should integrate it better because it's not easy to do. And buying an app and buying it that works different. Everything but the problem with buying an app, by the way, is everybody does it differently. And you have to figure out the app again. And you gotta remember a bunch of crap. I don't want to do that. I want one thing that makes it easy, integrated. Well, and I will say that I, I will agree that some of the apps that are available on um, that, that are like streaming things, like you go to HBO versus Hulu versus uh, Netflix versus Apple TV Plus, the interfaces are all a little different. But they're enough similar that I've never had any issues with um, getting to what I want, other than sometimes not being able to find it. My, my biggest complaint about Apple TV is I watch a show. Then I come back tomorrow, and I want to watch the next show in that series, and I can't find the stupid show. And so I have to figure out. And, and yeah. even when you go to Apple TV's next up, I don't see it there. And so, you know, and so I guess the, the best thing I do is I go to the voice search, you know. But then it doesn't take me to the next episode. It takes me to the root page for that particular show. And then I've got to go find the episode. Okay. It's like I was literally watching episode five. Why can't I watch episode six now? Why isn't that right there and easy oh. for me to get to? Um, and, That's right. You know, that's right. but and that's true about those streaming things. But as far as like, um, you know, whether Apple does it or anybody else does it, there's going to be a a a broad list of categories in each category will be you click on it and it'll play those kinds of things for you to see. OK, there's an app called Artcast. You can download it for free. You can stream you can buy up to 100 or hundreds of different packages of Contemporary classical art, illustrations, drawings, photographs, Beneath the Waves. Click to stream now, Beneath the Waves. Play the gallery. And it just turns your TV into a gallery. And all it does is show you beautiful, top-notch, gorgeous photos. Uh, or okay. if, you want, if you, you want Van Gogh, Van Gogh's in there. It may not be free. You might have to pay licensing for it. But the app itself is free. I think it does exactly what you want, and it's incredibly easy to use. And I found it in... Oh. In two seconds, by going to the search function in Apple TV and typing in the word art. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you found that. Maybe I'll have to yeah. invest, investigate that. But, yeah. But now, like I it said, it may not work because... the way you imagine it should. But that's that's par for you know every every programmer writes the app to work the way they think it should. So so yeah. you know reasonable main, minds can main, disagree. The, <laughs> the, the the main thing about it is is that I saw something this morning that dropped my jaws because it was so stunning uh -huh. and it was so well done and it didn't, you know, it's just something that is enjoyable all on its own. And I, it occurred to me, man, there's, there's a big thing out here that I've never seen before like this. And, and somebody should, should be doing that. And, and yeah. maybe you're telling me it's already been done. Well, I'll that's why I asked you. Too. I just said, you know, that's I, I started by saying, uh, have you looked? Because I really think that no, kind of no, stuff. No, no, I haven't. I told is, you I saw it just before I came home to watch this thing, you know, the Apple presentation. That's what yeah. I said. So now, anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, yeah, I think we've we've kind of kind of hacked the, uh, <laughs> the Apple, Apple TV. TV thing well, I'll Apple. tell you what, it surprised me that that was the one that you said you thought was the big announcement, because that's kind of tied into something you have a, a current interest in. I really thought so that, you were going to say iPads oh, were the, were not, the, the oh, big Oh, no. If you, ask, if, if you ask about the real announcement, you know my answer to that. The very last one, the yeah. iPod Pro iPad. 12 inch. Yeah. Absolutely. Because what I saw there, and I'll just go, since we mentioned it, what I saw there uh, was that they're seriously in the display uh, arena uh, and threatening everybody out there who makes a television or any kind of a display device. That's what I saw. That, mm -hmm. that display sounds so, uh, so far out and ahead of everything that's gone in, uh, before that you, you just want a new device just so you can see the gorgeous display. And I'm going right. to run down to the Apple store when they have them 
-hmm. and go in and make a trip just for that, just so I can see this display. Yeah. I, I want to be blown out, you know, and, well, and I'll drop the money on the spot if it's that great. And, you know, and, it's just, and it may well, be that great. It's very interesting to see that they're taking what the, basically the technology they have in their $6,000 $6, monitor and putting it into a $1,000 iPad. Um, right. That said, the, the, the whole little spiel about having all of the little micro LEDs lighting the things so that they can light and darken areas of the screen yeah. discreetly already exists in, yeah. in television sets. And if you're shopping for TVs, you can find one that has the micro LED backlighting that allows for darker uh, or, or regional darkening of the screen to make the contrast higher, and that's on a 4K HDR television set. So um, a lot of that technology already exists. Apple's hyping it a lot, but it exists in other places as well. So, um, uh -huh. um, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it... I've never seen anybody put it into a portable. I'll tell you what, there were some things that, that disappointed me a little bit in this thing. Uh, one of them was would be back to the Apple TV. When they got done with it, they said the prices are 179 and 199 dollars because that's four times the price yeah. of all their competition. And I don't disagree that they are a better product than their competition. I don't think they're four times the price. I expected, I really thought that they would say these prices are coming down a bit because they really are too expensive for. I mean, like if if somebody asked me. Uh, they want if they want to get a streaming thing. I would tell them why the Apple TV is better, but I would probably recommend that they look at one of the competitors because the competitors can be had for thirty to fifty dollars and do everything that this thing does. Yeah, well, now, I'm not I, sure about everything. I think this is better. Well, the main thing that they're going to well, the main thing they're going to do better is it's got the power that the others don't have. The yeah, but you don't need a lot of power. You don't need a lot of processing power to stream television. And in fact, even if you well, have an Apple TV account, you can you can get Apple TV off your Roku now because they put the Apple TV app on other people's devices. Yeah. Well, uh, in fact, it's built into a lot of television sets now. So yeah, yeah, I understand that. But what, what version of Apple TV is that, and how does it compare with the? It's the latest version because they they yeah. up they update it automatically in the background. So it's the latest version of their Apple TV Plus software that allows you to play all of your pre-purchased television or and movies as well as all of the Apple TV streaming products. Yeah. So, well, but you can't do Apple games on it and it's but you know if you're yeah. a gamer that makes sense. Um but you know, I just feel like they're not pricing it realistically for the market. Obviously, they're selling them so they know they're making their money. I mean, they they got it. And I'll say even though I think they're overpriced I stream on Apple TV. I've got Apple TV plugged into a Roku TV, which has a built-in Roku, and it doesn't stream as well as the Apple TV. And part of that's because Apple TV has more memory, so it buffers better, and and the quality yeah. of the image is better. And so, yeah, you know, I mean, there's reasons to spend the more money, but most people are going to look at you and go, "Why would I do that? That's four <coughs> times, four four or five times what I could spend to get exactly a thing." Because all I do is watch streaming movies. I watch Netflix. You know, if all you're doing is watching yeah. Netflix, you know, don't spend two hundred dollars on a streaming device. Spend thirty dollars on yeah. a streaming device. You'll be fine. Yeah. You well know? if you're happy with happy with a thirty dollar product, that's fine. Stick with yeah. it. So any anyway, because I like I said, I mentioned it only because that was one of the things that I I want yeah. another Apple T V because I got more right. TVs than the one I've right. got Apple T V for, you know. So yeah. I was planning on buying one, and I was glad to hear that they finally yeah. did something, especially with, it, like you said, with a controller. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so. Uh, the other thing about the iPad mm -hmm. is after after showing, after convincing me that I probably wanted this new iMac because of uh, a lot of things I didn't understand went through, and I was disrupted as well during it, so I missed mm -hmm. part of it. Uh, is that apparently you can put your iPhone and your iPad on your Apple TV in some mystical way. I don't know how that happened. Do you know? Yeah, I I'm think sorry. you misunderstood what was going on. They're just talking about the ability to cut from one device and paste onto another, which they've had for a while. There was nothing new there. They were just talking about ex pre-existing capabilities that oh. were you know applied on this new Mac and worked smoothly be and. And less, you know, with less hiccups because they're not handing it off to an Intel machine. They're handing it off to another M1 machine. 
Oh, I thought it was okay. interesting that the iPad was being sold with an M1 because previously they'd kind of said M is for Mac, A is the Apple chip that goes into their iPad and iPhone and stuff. Yeah, I caught that too. I was curious about that. Yeah, I, I think that they just want a compatible system so they can yeah. not, well, not have to des- worry on about two designs. Yeah. That well, my dis- them a bundle. My disappointment with the iPad was when they said the M1, I kept thinking, Oh, here's the perfect setup for their one more thing. They're going to pull a Steve Jobs. At the end, they're going to go, oh, yeah, one more thing. Because it has the M1, when you boot it up, if you choose to tap on this button here in in this corner, you can run Mac OS on it if you want. Because why not? Same processor. But no, didn't do it. I was waiting for that. To me, that that would have had me in line in, you know, the day one. I'd have been trying to get one. Now, wait a minute. We're talking about the iMac, right? I switched back to the iPad. What I'm saying is, on the iPad, with the oh. M1 processor, I thought oh. the perfect one more thing would have been, oh, yeah, one more thing. When you turn it off, when you turn it back on, you have the option of flipping over, making it into a portable Mac. You know? Yeah. Same processor. Why not? Yeah. 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 That, well, that's that's going to come. It's going to happen. Yeah. You know, well, because they said it was the M1. That's the th- that was my the, my hint. I thought, ah, yeah, you know. But maybe it's now set up to do that, and all it's going to take is a software update. Well, see, the, to me, the clue that they're headed down that path is the fact that they now have the uh, the interface compatible. Uh, I mean, the uh, dang it, what is it called? USB three compatible with their high speed. Uh, yeah, Thunderbolt. This, this Thunderbolt. That's yeah, it. it's it's USB and, four, and because USB four right. in, it includes uh, Thunderbolt. Yeah, th- uh, Thunderbolt three built into the spec. So yeah, but so, yeah. But, I'm looking but at that, the uh, the the little like summary slide that they put up on the on the on the iPad. Talks about the M1 up to two terabyte of storage, up to sixteen gigabytes of memory. That's exactly the same specs that are on the MacBook Air. Exactly the same specs that are on the new M1 MacBook Pro. Um, I you know I'm looking at that going. Then why didn't you do it? You know you've got everything there. Why can't I boot this into Mac OS? You know anytime it's attached to a a pointing device and an external keyboard, I should have the option of being in Mac OS. Well, I think their their strategy is still always to have computers. Yeah, but this is you the know? same and- computer. It's literally the same chip, same processor, same yeah, amount of memory, yeah, same yeah. amount of storage. I, 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 I meant fit computer in terms of the physical configuration. Mm-hmm. But okay. when you take this and put it onto their um, to their uh, pro keyboard, it's got a touch. It's got a touchpad on the front. It's got a keyboard there. It's a laptop. Why can't when it's on that, it act like a laptop? Yeah, but. They, they were so close. It, 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 well, it still doesn't have a lot of the features, like they said, the uh, uh, the touch ID on the new uh, the new iMac. Right. You know. And and well, if you're using a Mac, if you're using a uh, if you're using an Air uh, iMac or a uh, uh, iPad Air, it does have Touch ID. If you're using an iPad Pro, it's got Face ID. So, yeah. what do you need Touch ID for? Yeah, I mean, it literally can do. It, it is physically capable of doing yeah. everything that one of your portable Macs can do, down to the processor and storage and and memory. The fact that it doesn't run Mac OS in some mode is was disappointing to me. That would have been earth shattering, yeah. and they didn't do it. And it would have shut well, up the that's... the uh, Microsoft ads with the Microsoft Surface Pro. You know, oh well, I can run you know a real operating system. Not just one built for the pad, you know. I, th- to me, that was the disappointment. Well, when it came to the Max, I thought, and I, and I, again, I, I thought the iPad was great, and I think it's a, a very worthy upgrade and and just very cool. But I, I was disappointed that it doesn't run Mac OS in in some mode. Um, when it comes to the Mac, they introduced beautiful, absolutely what I was expecting, with one exception, and I understand why. But it, just to me, I looked at it. And I saw the whole screen, and then it still has that metal panel that looks to be about three or four inches thick across the bottom. And I went, that's ugly. Why does it still have that ugly chin? They don't need that. But the reason they're doing it is because when they showed you where the processor sits, it sits right behind that. They want that aluminum on either side there 
because that's a heat sink. I don't quite understand your description. You're talking about the stand itself? No, if you look at the screen of the Mac, it's a big rectangle, right, of the screen, and then underneath it's the a, screen, big... there's a band of metal about three inches high. It's, it's, it's oh, you know, like, like you. the border around the screen is maybe a half inch all the way around the top and the sides, but you get to the bottom, and yeah. it's three inches thick. Why is that? And it's, it's yeah. because they wanted that metal there to be a heat sink for their processor. I get it. Because yeah. they uh, after they showed you the thing, then a couple minutes later, they showed you where the processor is. They showed you that cutaway. And it, the yep. processor sits right center in the, in the, in the, on the bottom of the screen. And to me, that, again, another disappointment. It's like that would have been such a nicer-looking piece if it didn't have that. I mean, who cares if it's a smidge thicker because you had to put the processor behind the screen? Why do you need that bar yeah. of aluminum at the bottom? Right, right, right. It should have looked just like a a, a, a big a iPad, large iPad tur- turned on the side, you know, right. landscape view. Exactly. Yeah. It should be a large iPad yeah. on uh, in landscape view. Yeah. Well, and to that effect, how come the iPad still doesn't have a camera on the long side? It's only in the on the short side. So when you're using it on a stand, you're forever getting a picture from the left or the right. <laughs> Yeah. That bothers me too. You know, they sell keyboards where it sits on a stand, on its side, with the camera in the wrong place, right where my hand goes to hold it. Yeah. You know, pay charge me a couple yeah. extra bucks and put another camera on the side and activate whichever one's supposed to be activated depending on which side's up. Yeah. I know. I complain. <laughs> <laughs> I love things I love about the new iMac. Touch ID on a keyboard, finally. Yeah. yeah. You know, they've had it on the portables for a long time. It took them a long time to yeah. figure out how to do it on a, on a wireless keyboard. Um, yeah, and it, and it clearly looked a heck of a lot better than the prior iMacs, too, have it being the, the flat screen or the thin yeah. screen. Yeah, that old design yeah. had been in place for almost a decade now. And, I mean, it had gotten a little thinner at one point, but... It was, uh, they were way overdue. And I think the idea of going back to lots of different colors, like when the iMac was first introduced, also a good idea. Uh, yeah. Brings a little whimsy yeah. back into things. I'm not so sure I like the fact that they're, uh, they've made their, excuse me, their peripherals more, more rounded. You know, they've got rounded corners. They always have had rounded corners. Now it's a, it's a, a larger radius on the rounding. And I look at that and go, eh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You got, don't round the screen, right? It, it's it's got a little point on it. Yeah, like well, no, the degree. corner the corners are rounded on the screen too, but they're just not there. The radius isn't, isn't that much different. I'm talking about the light lighted screen, not not the. Yeah, it's got rounded corners border. too. Oh, it does. Yes. Yeah. So most you can't monitors see the stuff that's in the corners. Yeah, most monitors do not, but uh, all of Apple's devices have rounded corners in the screens. Their phones, their uh, their uh, their pads, their their backs, all well, of them. Well, they're they're feminine, Todd. That's supposed to appeal to you. Oh, is that it? They're just rounded and soft, <laughs> rounded and soft and cuddly. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then, of course, the most important announcement of the day: Air Tags. Oh yeah. In fact, when when that came up. I told mom, I says, we got to get a dog tag with an air tag on it and yeah. see if it, see what happens. That'd be fun. Yeah. You know? Oh, track. she's 17 feet away. Now she's 13 feet away. Yeah. She's on her way. She's closing in. <laughs> she's closing in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the idea of air tags and I think these make a lot of sense. Um, it's interesting too, that they'll, they have, they're set up so that like, if you have an air tag that's not registered to you and it keeps moving around with you, you get notified. So somebody can't stick an air tag in your car or in your, you know, in your briefcase or something, and then track you without you being told. Yeah. So. Um, well, what do you mean? A lot of people are going to t- put their keys in their car, and it's going to be moving around. But it's registered to you. That air oh. tag is registered to you, so it's okay for it to follow you around. But if an air tag that's registered to somebody else is following me around. Then I get notified, hey, there's an air tag following you around. So people can't, you know, so you can't buy this $29 device, throw it in something, and then stalk people, you know? 
toss it in the back of their yeah, car. Yeah, but how, I, I, how about I pick you up at the airport and your air tag is following me in, in my car and I've got air tags too. Yeah, well, at right? some point, at some point, it will probably notify you that hey, there's an air tag not, uh, or maybe because I'm with it, then it would say hey, you know, the the registered person is moving with it. Presumably, you see that person, you're okay, right? <laughs> I, I'm not sure how yeah. they're working that out. I'm sure they, but that was you know they talked about that in terms of security. They didn't go into a lot of detail, but. Uh, uh, Apparently, there's a bunch of third-party uh, devices already coming out, um, being announced almost immediately after this. Like, there's a, a set of uh, uh, companies that will be making little little uh, things for your AirTag to slide into so you can put it onto dog collars and put it onto your, uh, you know, right. briefcases and purses and things like that. Um, I thought they'd be sticky or something on one side if you wanted them. Can you get buy them that way? Um, I don't think you can buy them that way, but there's nothing stopping you from using some you know, two-sided tape and sticking them wherever you want. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I saw the tags, and I figured they're, they're going to make more money off selling you a piece of leather than, than they will on the electronics. Oh, sure. You buy those uh, Hermes tag holders from right. Apple. Those are going to be a $100 holder for your $30 tag. Um, I also yeah. just read this, you know, about a month ago, uh, Samsung announced SmartThings uh, trackers. And they're sort of the same kind of thing. And then today, right after Apple announced their event, Samsung announced an update to the SmartThings Find platform to to scan for unknown smart tags uh, in your vicinity if if they're like stick you know follow you around. So they they very quickly said, "Oh yeah, that's a good idea." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll be the new toy for a while. Yeah, I think a lot of people go out and order that four tag for ninety nine dollars or whatever it was. Yeah, and just give it a, give it a try and see what whether they like it or not. Yeah, I had used uh, Tile before to keep track of keys and things, and it worked moderately well. But the problem was, you know, not everybody had the Tile app running all the time, and so if I left it somewhere that was out of Bluetooth range, I didn't get notified where it was unless somebody happened to walk by and they were running the Tile app. And then the app would see them and then forward to me the location. Um, once it's built into the OS, anybody who walks by with an Apple phone is going to now uh, be able to identify where something is. And to me, that's the key to yeah. this thing is if I say I leave my uh, my keys or, or, you know, whatever, my, my swim, my, my bag sitting on the pool deck, the, uh, right. you know, and I drive home, somebody walks past. Their phone will recognize there's a tag there, and in the background, send me notification that hey, you you know your tag is sitting here, um, and the person with, who walks by won't even know that that happened. It just happens in the background. It never tells me who said it was there. It just says, hey, your tag has been identified in this location, which makes it much much more useful for me to go like, oh my gosh, I got to go back and get my thing because here's where it is, you know? Right, right. Yeah, it's it could be a lifesaver in a lot of cases, you know. So. So at least save you a lot of time and trouble, you know, if you find out that you left some somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah, I I, I thought that was a overall, uh, they, they jammed so much stuff in that hour that I said, holy cow. I didn't know how they managed to do all of that. Uh, it was there was a lot of information thrown out there at us and, and uh, it'll take days to really digest it all. Because I'm sure there's stuff that we we missed, or you know, just because it flew by. Uh, so, anyway, I, I I was generally overall really impressed, especially when they got to the uh, to the iPad. Uh, I, well, I, I, it, it it was done in the right order. I, I thought it kept getting better and better, <laughs> with a climax at the iPad. You know. Uh, yeah. I I. I, I I'm I'm going to get the, an Apple TV just because I need one, yeah. and I'm I, I'm I'm really thinking about the iMac now instead of uh, you know trying to do something with a with a cheap solution like did you did, did you see the little thing I sent you about a, a nine year old uh, uh, mini Mac Mini that somebody had on sale for three hundred dollars yeah <laughs> and, and they're they're refurbished you know and sell them. 
Well, that's that'll sound really attractive to a lot of people, but it probably won't even. I don't know. Mine, I don't think is more than nine years old. It probably won't run the latest OS even. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I so think I, the I 2012 that. iMac is the late last one, and the the in fact the the 2012 is the uh, does not run. 2014 is the last one that runs Big well, Sur. Okay, well, th this is the 2012, the one that I sent you, and and I yeah. put that comment that I did on there to, you know, raise your eyebrows a little bit because I yeah. said maybe I should get this one <laughs> or yeah. something like that. <laughs> I I have two 2012 I'm uh, um, Mac Mac minis, uh, minis um, sitting right behind me, and one of them is not even plugged in. I don't really have a lot. The yeah. other one acts as a server, so it doesn't do much. It just you know. Uh, backs up my photos and, and, and music library onto a uh, uh, network drive. By, by the way, uh, getting back to the iMac, or, well, I guess that's what we're on right now. Uh, I thought that they only showed us the 24-inch uh, one. That's all. That yes, they didn't announce anything bigger. That's correct. And I thought and, and I thought to myself, gee whiz, if I got an iMac, I think I want a 30-inch or maybe... Tw 27 is the you know, large one right now. Rumor has it that, that it'll be replaced with a 30-inch one, but um, they didn't announce that, so that might no. be coming later. Uh, so, possibly so that, because that, that will have whatever is the the follow-on to the M1, the M2 or the M1X or whatever. So yeah, anyway, you know. that that that's the one one thing that dimmed my interest in the in the iMac, you know, mm -hmm. because that was a consideration as to what what do I do for a desktop if I decided to get a desktop. And so, uh, uh, but I thought it was fairly priced given all of the impro improvements and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It, you know, it, it was a giant leap forward from where they were. Yeah, 24 inches is a reasonably good size screen and, you know, a 1299 starting price, 1499 if you want one that has full use of the graphics processors. The 1299 one has two ports and seven graphic processors or graphic engines. The 12, 1499 has four uh, I.O. ports and uh, eight graphic processing engines, uh, which is the same yeah. with the MacBook Air. The cheapest MacBook Air has one less GPU activated. Um, so, yeah. They, did, they, didn't, they didn't say anything about the uh, hard drive, solid-state drive or whatever you had that's built into it. Yeah, I'm Did looking they? right now uh, online, and uh, the eight-core CPU, seven-core GPU for twelve ninety-nine comes with two hundred fifty-six gigabytes of storage, eight gig of memory, and two Thunderbolt USB four ports. Uh, Fourteen ninety-nine, you get the eight-core, eight-core, also two fifty-six with eight gig of memory, and that has the two Thunderbolt ports as well as two USB three ports. Uh, also has gigabit Ethernet, which the other one doesn't have. And it includes the keyboard with Touch ID, whereas the other one is just the, the other keyboard. Yeah. So, so you really want at least the fourteen ninety nine one. Um, I think most people are probably going to want to max that memory out. Yep, yeah, I'm sure they would. I, I, that's that was my thought on that. that that's the uh, good sales point. But I would have spent a little bit more to get a big, big bigger screen. You know. Yeah, and they're just not offering that yet. And I'm looking here to see if they say, like, the little button that you click on to buy is not activated yet. So you can't, uh, like, look at the, um, okay, so here it is. Up to 16 gigabytes of memory, up to 2 terabytes of storage. So it's the exact same configurations that are currently available with the Mini and the uh, I, the uh, um, uh, MacBook Air and MacBook Pro M1. I, I'm beginning to think that's just a part of the M1 architecture. You, you don't get more than I, I'm pretty That's, sure that is right now. Now, they, they may, like I said, when they come out with the larger iMac and the Mac Pro and stuff, they may come out with, like, an M1X or M1Z or whatever that'll have that'll now support, you know, more I.O. and more storage and more memory. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably but, coming. But the M1 as it exists seems to be that's its limits. It goes 16 gig of memory Four. up to 2 terabytes of storage. Period. Uh, have you been checking the clock? I don't know what you're. Yeah, we're a little is, after but... twelve, so I'm probably going to have to wrap this up. We've kind of gone through everything. So, so uh, in wrapping it up, you're looking at an Apple TV, and then possibly a Mac, but you're going to kind of bide your time and see what happens there before you make a decision. 
that's the way see, I see it. Yeah, and you want to see what that screen looks like uh, on the iPad. On the so you probably iPad. look for one of those at uh, at Apple Store or Best Buy. Um, yeah, see if see if it's a have to have, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you look at it, is it that stunningly different um, yeah, compared that, to the old that, one? Yeah, you probably want yeah, to bring that, your old one with you so you can compare them, right? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You absolutely have to go to a store before you buy something like that, or if that's your reason for buying. So. Right. If you're buying it for the screen, then you need to see the screen. You know, and there's more to it right. than just the screen. We didn't even talk about that wide-angle camera, which has the follow right. you capability for um, st- uh, with FaceTime, and I think that's pretty awesome. That's something that they've been yes. doing with the devices sold by that Facebook sells with their home, um, you know, smart screens. Um, yep. But. Uh, I um yeah, I'm not Sound a like huge Yeah, I got a phone call but it's on hold. I'll have to call that one back. For me, it's I, I will not the only thing that I probably will get right away is the uh trackers. The air um yeah. what do they call them the air I already tags. forgot. Air tags, yeah. I'll get air tags. But uh but that's the only thing that that I that to me was like I really want those right away. Everything else I think I can hold off on. I have a fairly new iPad. Uh, cause I downsized to the 11 inch size from the, the 12.9 inch. So um, now I, I was wondering, do you think that the stores will have the stuff available like tomorrow or whatever? No, they're not they... going to have them. I don't think they'll have them out until they, until they're shipping. So sometime in May. Um, yeah, they, when they're, well, you know what? They said they were available to order on the 30th. So on the 30th, they might have some, some evaluation units for you to look at before you order. So you might, yeah. I, I would check that would, that would be yep. my guess, you know, but I wouldn't expect it before that. Yep. That's a good idea. So I'll make a trip on the 30th or the 1st of May or something. So I'll celebrate mother's day down there. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. Okay. Right. Well, it's been good. Good talking to you, Todd. It was kind Likewise. of an exciting afternoon. Yeah. So hopefully my swim team will swim well, and it'll be a good day all the way around. (laughs) Well, I hope so. All right. Take care now. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Mm -hmm. week. Bye-bye.